Good day, sport lovers. You are live on Google and you are listening to the voice of Finfulua and Timmy Adelasson. We'll be giving you live sport updates, FPL tips, exclusive transfer updates, and um, betting tips yes. because everybody likes money. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. And this is our first episode, so you'll be listening to us consecutively very soon. We trust you on that. So, today we'll first start with the transfer markets news as the the transfer window closed on January 31st. So, we're giving you live what transfers went down, what were the stuffs that we not expected that came about, and what were the expected transfers that didn't even come around. So we'll be giving you live live updates, live um, should I say live because it's a podcast? Should I say live? Um, it's not necessarily live thing because it has happened in the past. Yeah. But so, so it's actually something that went down that went down during the past. So it's just a, comp- a compilation of things that went transferred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so shall we be giving you the January winter transfer window yeah, updates? So now first on our list that I didn't even expect to happen was Tangai in the belly. I thought Conte used this guy very well now. Um, actually. Tanga in Dombele has not really been that effective uh, team player for Tottenham mm-hmm. because ever since Antonio Conte uh, tenure at that club, he has actually fallen out of the pe- pecking order. So yeah, it was Mario that used him. Mario. So ever since then, he hasn't been that Tanga in Dombele who had actually played for I think Olympic Lyonnais yeah. before the former club. So it's actually a good deal for. Tanga and Dobili, uh, it's actually a good deal for Tanga and Dobili to move over Back to Lyon. To Lyon. Lyon, yeah. Yeah, and it's on loan. So I feel that, okay, he's just going there to rebuild his, um, his focus, yeah. to reshaping his focus, to get the footballing spirit back. And um, it's a good move to me. What do you feel? Uh, actually, perfect move for Tanga and Dombele to actually revive his career back. So, the next on our list is Tony Van de Bench or Van de Beek. <laughs> oh, Van de Beek. My Van United fans will <laughs> you know, you know there's, there's, this, there's this joke that um, I'm going to name my child Van de Beek so that we never get split. <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> you understand? If you don't worry. Get it, if you don't get it, forget about it. So, Van de Beek's transfer, were you expecting it? Actually, I expected it. It's not even this uh, transfer window, actually it's the summer transfer window because Donny van der Beek hasn't really been that regular player for Manchester United. Always coming from the bench to actually play few games for Manchester United, which is actually not good for that kind of player, that kind of caliber, the kind of potential he should have. Hayax. So it's actually a good move for him. I, I even had the tutorship of um, the Frank Lampard, who is a fantastic uh, midfielder, a fantastic legend for Premier League football. So it's actually a good move. I think you actually learn more under Frank Lampard and actually build back that career, that player we saw at Ajax to that to that level. So yeah, um, for me, Van de Beek. You see, when uh, Man United signed him, signed him that time, it was so glaring that it was for the fans they signed him, uh, because people were complaining that oh, Man, you haven't signed anybody because that was when Chelsea were pulling in transfers, ZH and the rest. Yeah, so yeah. people were just complaining that Man should even sign, even if it's a player, any player, just sign anyone. So they signed Van de Beek, and for me, I loved I love his style of play. 
But when he came into Man United and he wasn't playing and he was just used on the bench, the even the even when um, um, Soja, everybody thought Soja would use him, but he was just there. Even when Soja left and Carrick and um, Raufu, Abi Ralph Ragni, Ralph Ragni, Regan Preston, Gegen the Preston, Gegen the Preston. My boss, you do say, well, Prosperity do say that um, um, Ralph Ragni is the master, the master of the Gegen Preston. He actually even gave some analysis. I was like, this man is superb, the, the boss of Thomas Tuchel and until the he, club. Until he came to the Premier League and he saw that, no, no Gengen, we only play Gengen depressing <laughs> in the Premier League. So, yeah, for Van de Beek, I, see, I feel it's a very fantastic move. And I don't even like it as it's a low move. I want him to just leave that club because um, for a coach, if he performs very well at Everton, yes, that's him booking his spots back in the Man United. 11 but you know there's this thing about coaches mm. nowadays they tend to have um a, a player uh, players they just have favoritism for players yeah, so even yeah. if you are not doing well they'll still keep playing so yeah. the i wish the best for van de beek and i, I know that is he's, he's a fantastic player he's not even i know because he's a very fantastic yeah. player he always he shows his um performance when it comes on for my so next on our list is um dejan kulisevsky wow. going from juventus to tottenham so when I saw that move, I was like, wow. Because number one, I love Kulisevsky's style of play. He's a poacher. Just giving the ball and we find we find so when when I saw that move, I was like, wow, this is a nice move. But Tottenham, Premier League, is not Italy, my brother. So I was like, ah, but this Tottenham is coming to like ah, he can't play, nobody knows. Yeah, he's actually he's actually a good player. Kulisevsky is a very fired out player. But bring uh, for Conte to bring in that kind of player into Tottenham, it actually shows that this man is actually coming up with something. Oh, very something. Fix. Yeah, because I think no man. Um, Tottenham doesn't have this ball playing player. Yeah. They are, mid, they are midfielders. The, the, the only ball playing player that that is in that Tottenham player team is Tanganyi Dumbly, yeah. and he has already left for the Leon. Yeah. So bringing someone like Dejan Kolovetsky, who is uh, very fast, creative. Yeah. Technical style of play, I think he has that ability to actually improve that uh, Tottenham attacking uh, forward. You know, not just only based on Lucas Moura, Steven Benwine, Human Son and Harry Kane. He's, for me, I, I would classify Kulisevsky as someone that is very close to De Bruyne, but he's not like De Bruyne. Because when I see him play sometimes for Juventus, I was like, guy, you guys are not giving this guy ball. That's it. Because he, he takes his shots precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah if, he, if, he, if he takes like five shots in a game, at least three will be on target. target. Yeah, that's something I know about Dejan Kulisevsky. So, next on our list is Deji Sotona. Yeah, from is a 19-year-old guy. Yeah. Actually, former product of Manchester United yeah. uh, who moved to Nice uh, in the um, the French League. Now he's back to to Premier League. Which, uh, he's actually, he has actually signed for Brentford on, uh, on the, uh, I think, on uh, a six-month loan deal. Yeah. yeah, so just for him to just Regain that uh, Premier League experience, and in the next few years, we actually become a better player. Yeah, you might yeah. never know. Yeah, the, so the next player on our list is Hanel Hamed Hojic. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if I don't get that uh, pronunciation right. Is mm-hmm. uh, actually was signed from Malmo loan to Bordeaux. Bordeaux actually did some couple of signings, me mad signings actually, because I actually when they when they went for Phil Jones. But yeah. Fujos actually turned down that deal because he was he was unsure of his playing time. If he was going to get a couple of games 
being that he's already he's already getting to let's say he's old yeah he just really want just to enjoy football yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's but, but you know what i noticed about this winter transfer window um timmy so because the um i've noticed that most of the moves are just low moves from uh, players that are underplayed do you notice that uh i will actually like tag this uh, transfer with us a transfer window that that is just for the loan loan like just for loan moves yeah in the sense that players that are not getting played really want that playing time so yeah. they need that they need that time like that move to get out of the club move get away to another time. get playing time not necessarily coming come back to that team that they were playing for like playing before but just, just to be fit fit yes and, and know that okay the ball is still at my feet i can still play this team and prove to the world that they are this kind of players yeah so um the next big transfer to me is rodrigo bentaco so let me tell you something about bentaco well, bentaco was a player that i admired while he was at juve because then him, um, Cancelo, Benadeski, with Ronaldo partnership, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was so sweet and amazing. Then, then um, Pelo came and is it Pelo that distributed all of them? <laughs> Pelo, Pelo, Pelo. So it's only Benadeski that is left now. Uh, Pelo, Pelo, the master tactician of the. The, how would I say the old ladies? Yeah. As they have been known. Because fellow came in with, I would like to say, high hierarchy mm. of him bringing, taking Juventus to the next level. To, the, to, to their glory days. But, but it never happened. After starting, it was so shocking. From, uh, it was so shocking. Like the fallout with uh, Ronaldo, though it wasn't made public. But you could actually see that they had a fallout because how you a player like Ronaldo on the bench and when you uh, when you are losing or you need a goal you bring on someone it's not it's actually not fair it was unfair for him for the uh, for Ronaldo and the Juventus but right now we have Massimiliano Allegri who is a, f- a fantastic but, manager but you know I as Allegri disappointed me Sha, in a way way. in a way because when Allegri was Allegri before they sacked him for yeah. Juventus it was actually that Serie A was for him yeah. Nobody could compete with him, Maybe but now he, he, he has not, he's not much chilling with the big boys again. You understand? <laughs> no, is is now Juventus is what on the table now? I think they are fifth. They, they are, are fifth, fifth on the my, table. So they are fighting for Europa League. No, you know, I think the glory days of Massimiliano Allegri, Allegri at Juventus was with the kind of the kind of players that was at Juve then. Yeah, Bonucci, Bazzagli. So those guys were like the matured players. Not the kind of players right now. We have the likes of uh, players right now, except from Bonucci, Kellini, and uh, uh, these other players that, that, that have been there. Uh, several players, the, those players that were there before, have like those that, that played on under the four years. I think the four years of um, Massimiliano Allegri before he left have lost their rhythm. So going on to the, under the tutorship of. Um, uh, Pelo with new tactics and everything actually changed the dynamics of their game. So Massimiliano again needs an extra work to put into that Juventus team. Though they're actually doing well, not really bad, but being on an average form. Mm-hmm. They have been good. So um, another big transfer that I can see here, or a transfer that I know I know can actually pull waves is Todd Cantwell. Todd Cantwell is a master player for someone to um, for someone like him to be playing at Norwich. I remember it was so good the last season Norwich were in um, the Premier League. It was so good that people people thought um, big the big guns would sign him, but they didn't pull any move for him. But now I'm happy that he has even gone to um, Bournemouth. Yeah. That is the Championship 
championship side. So help bring aspiring to come, come back to the Premier League. So um, I'm I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for him because now he's not even rushing his career. Mm. He's going step by step. Yeah. Though we don't know whether it's um, a forced move or a move orchestrated by himself. But how do you see Todd Cantwell? Todd Cantwell, like he hasn't been himself for the. Uh, since the beginning of the season he hasn't really gotten that much playing time he needed with that kind of caliber like the kind of playing potential that he has you can see the last two, last two seasons where Todd Cantwell was actually among the top rated young stars in the Premier League alongside Mason Mount and like well he hasn't lived up to expectation due to less playing time so moving to Bournemouth is actually a good idea just for him to get playing time and become and return back to that level of that top form let's say top form yeah 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 on our list again is Denis Zakaria. Wow. Fanta- See, if they talk, say this guy, this guy, say go go juve, I don't go believe him. Mm. Because Denis Zakaria was, uh, was touted by uh, Premier League clubs. Like, he was actually scouted. Not say scouted, because touted is like when you are being like, named after somebody, somebody or, else, in, yeah. in terms of playing style or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. He was scouted by Chelsea, the likes of Chelsea, Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal. But Juve, Juve got the best. Hmm. They got him at the, at, the, at the other end. Because signing him will actually boost their midfield options. Yeah. Though they've let go of um, Rodrigo Bentaco. And I would say it's the perfect replacement for Rodrigo Bentaco. Because Bentaco deal to Tottenham is not a loan deal. It's of a five-year, five-and-a-half-year deal. So getting then Zakarai for as a replacement for Rodrigo Bentaco is a fantastic box-to-box midfielder. What do you say? Um, for me, I I don't really know about Zakaria because um, I just deal with the big guns. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I know I hear his name sometimes. Him without um Madrid new signing that left back guy um, what's his name that he signed from Nice. Oh, oh is it uh, this guy Fernandi? No, um, the other guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nah, I remember his name, um, Kamavinga. Yeah. Uh, so, Kamavinga is a defensive. Oh, I thought he was a left back because I don't, I don't really follow. But I knew that um, he was all round. He could, yeah. he was everywhere, and he, and he has displayed this perfect form for Real Madrid. So another big one here is um, Islam Slimani. Wow. Um, from Lyon, he's a free agent. For someone like Slimani, I I don't I did not expect for someone like Slimani to be looking for clubs, to be hanging around clubs every no. now and then. The because I feel he had talents from his days at Leicester City. He was always scoring goals one or two times and showing that okay he has the potential to score goals. But what do you what do you feel? You see, Islam Slimani is a is a goal poacher. Mm. Right from his days at Leicester City, since when I knew him. He's actually a player that carries his team. But I think he actually fell out the pecking order because of the Saturday likes of Jimmy Vardy at Leicester City. Yeah. So moving on to clubs, several clubs before moving to uh, Lyon. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't really like, he didn't really like lived up to that um, expectation. He not really that expectation. He was actually a, a good player for Lyon. But I think it was just about mutual agreement for him to terminate his contract. the contract. So, and when, when he terminated his contract, Sporting Lisbon just came up and, and being that he has been their player before, so they just snapped him up and said, bro, wow. come back, welcome back home. That's right. So, um, daily Ali to um, Everton, so his one transfer I didn't expect. I When I saw the news too, I was like, wow. So, people are pulling moves. Because this transfer window was a sort of dry, because oh, it, there was no really moves. Yeah. Break. But, what do you feel? Daily Ali to... Daily Ali to Everton. Daily Ali to Everton. Wow, it's a good deal. Yeah, so, nice deal, nice because deal. Because Daily Ali. How many years? I think I, two and a half years or something. Uh, two and a half. Yeah. yeah. We are, I think for Daily Ali, Daily Ali, 
he actually made the right decision. Yeah. Because he's no he's nowhere near the first team at Tottenham. He was nowhere near the first team at Tottenham. Mm. So you can't just keep a player of that guy who should caliber. Eyes um expectations from him. I I potential. Like he was full of um great play when he was at uh, I say when he was at Tottenham at his early days yeah. when he came through the ranks of uh, Tottenham and decided exploiting himself one of the uh, this daily Ali took yeah, the Premier yeah, League by yeah, storm yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one of his game against Chelsea he became a demon yeah. like, when it, anytime he's, and it was, it was not his game the uh, game against Chelsea was against Conte too co- yes where he scored he scored many goals. many goals against Chelsea because I know him to be a demon against Chelsea yeah. so moving moving to Everton it's a good one, and I pray. To, I hope to see him score against Chelsea. Do I'm a Chelsea fan, but <laughs> let's just keep the that vibe that Dele Ali loves scoring against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good deal for me. It's yeah. a good deal for Dele Ali also. Yeah. And more, another one on the list is Pierre Hemrick. How Bamiyang? That was that was <laughs> last minutes. <laughs> like oh, on heads. Like did Arsenal let that guy go? Why? Be, me, I feel it's because of. Uh, the, the the fallout that uh, issue with uh, my Michel Ateta. So, but in that you don't let that kind of player leave leave your, leave your like team that. on a free transfer. Yeah, without even collecting shikini money Wait, from Wait, they signed him for I think seventy million or so. And now, yeah, yeah, a player that you signed for that kind of amount, then and you are letting him go on a free transfer. And he has always been on top scorer list. Yes, I come. I remember on last season now where he, him and uh, Salah, Salah with also money won the Golden Boot. Yeah. So it's actually a bad one. It's a bad one for us now, boy. Good one for Baka. Barcelona, if they can only incorporate Pierre Emerick Aubameyang into. They are playing style, and I know it's going to come out well for Barcelona. Yeah, and also for Barcelona, Adama Traore, Adama Traore, fantastic player from through the through the ranks of the, uh, the La Masia, <laughs> but the Hoy machine. The Hoy machine. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's just let's not make our judgment on Adama Traore. Uh, he might perform well for Barcelona. We don't definitely, know. Definitely, we don't know. Definitely. So now um, we'll be moving up the uh, up the ranks. We'll be giving you um some um. FPL tips, Fantasy Premier League, we play it. We don't have the La Liga one for now because um, we are not really La Liga fans. <laughs> we are not really La Liga fans, so we'll be giving you the Premier League um, um, FPL tips. So, which keeper should you sign this this um for this game week? For this game week? Which, which keeper do you think would be? Uh, I've shortlisted, I've short, I have shortlisted three people, three goalkeepers that I know that they can actually perform well. Is um, First on my list is David De based on safe percentage. The man, that man has been phenomenal. Though Manchester United defense has been shitty, yeah. so that man has been always been the one that he's been the savior for Manchester United. So based on safe percentage and everyone, I will give David De Gea. You yeah. can sign sign David De Gea. Also on on my list is Robert Sanchez, the Brighton goalkeeper. Hmm. What do you say about that guy? That guy is fantastic. Very good. Like, I don't know Brighton have Brighton. Are, I I think the Brighton Academy or the Brighton um goalkeeper scouts. I don't yeah. know. They are actually good because their former keeper that they sold to um, Arsenal, Ryan, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic, fantastic keeper. Also. And now they have um, Robert Sanchez, Sanchez, and it's also very fantastic. So I think um, Chelsea will need to go and sign that goalkeeper scout. No, no, no. Why? Chelsea have uh, a good manager, a good technical director who can also go into that. We have Peter Cech. Peter Cech signed uh, Edward Mendy. Uh, so what happened? I think Edward Mendy is already on his off days. Uh, because uh, there was one time he didn't keep clean sheets for like three to four games. Uh, yes, now it's anyway, not like that. Then, um, there, there's days. all the rainy days and uh, sun days. So, so then, yeah. 
Also, on my list on the goalkeepers uh, is uh, Nick Pope. Nick Pope. Nick Pope, fantastic goalkeeper. Second, I think second choice or third choice for the England national team. He was once the first choice. Yeah. So, like for Nick Pope, fantastic. Fantastic. I've been admiring him since one um, um, Man United and Bombly played when Zlatan played, I think, six shots on target. Like, or and he saved everything. everything. Zero, 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 zero. I remember that match because that was when I knew that, wow, they are keepers and they are keepers. <laughs> because, <laughs> ah, Nick Pope is a fantastic Very fantastic. Player. So now we move up to defenders. So, um, first defender on our list is um, Trent Alexander Arnold. You know, that guy is phenomenal. It's everything. You can bank on that. You can always bank on him to give you the cross when you need it. To give you the pass when you need it mm-hmm. and also to give you the shots when you need it because he's always <laughs> very flexible. he's always very 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 unpredictable you can uh, think he would cross and he will shoot you can think he would pass and he will cross so very unpredictable person that's a defender i would i would advise you to have in your fpl team and also Hiao Cancelo. Yeah. Cancelo. One of the best fullback in the world right now. Yeah. Hiao Cancelo has been fantastic for Manchester City since the beginning of the season. Mm. So if you casually get Hiao Cancelo, I, I think he has seven assists to his name on this season. Right. So if not more than that, means not more than seven assists. He has up to seven. So if you can if you can actually incorporate him or I say slot him into your team. Same. You actually make good. Um, you actually have a good weekend. Yeah. Also on our list is uh, Heimerich Laporte. Laporte. Um, I mean, I feel like based on rotation, because you know the uh, Pep Guardiola is team is balanced already. Uh, balanced. Even the, the substitutes are balanced. <laughs> so the third team is balanced. Hmm. That is a that's um a good thing. Uh, me, I actually, I actually chose uh, Heimerich Laporte over Ruben Diaz because actually. I think Laporte, Laporte will actually like feed. You know, Diaz has been this rock at the back line for, for Manchester City. City. But having someone like Americ Laporte, you know, Diaz does the most of the work. Laporte just is just like not like a second defender, but someone that complements Robert Diaz. So having someone like uh, Americ Laporte at the back line is actually yeah. a good one. Also, Mark Kukrela. Wow, that's another phenomenal back. <laughs> because when, when um in his Getafe days, I think yeah yeah, yeah Getafe, Getafe. Getafe. I I saw that player with full air and anytime he's playing like this, play with full zeal, full passion for the he's for the sport. Play wow, very very. You could actually say when he played against Chelsea now, the first very, leg and the second leg, fantastic, very really tormented Chelsea. So is an advice is an um is someone that we can bank on to deliver you a maximum points, points. for the weekend. And also on our list is Matthew Lawton, the bon- the Burnley defender. Uh, Matthew Lawton is not really one of the biggest names in, on Premier League uh, transfer IPL tips. He's not one of the best, but just give it, give him a trial. He's going to do well. And our midfielders days we have Bruno Fernandes, top notch. Ah, top notch. Bruno Fernandes this top season. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you, my FPL team, I, I, I was always having faith in Bruno Fernandes, so I was always capping him for. From you know, he delivered on the first game week. Yes, yes. First, I think first and second. Yes. He delivered. Back then back. I started capping him, capping him, capping him. I was like, oh, this game will score. This game will score. So for like five game streaks, imagine my captain should be giving me one point, two points, one blank. point. Blank. Yeah, there was a point, point, time yeah. So uh, your captain, imagine. So I for I am um, the last one. He said we should bank on him. Okay. So well, you can let's actually, bank on him. <laughs> also, now this is Kevin De Bruyne. The Belgian, the Belgian, the Belgian, maestro. I was like, one time I see Kevin De Bruyne on the pitch, on the play, I was like, I give, I drop my heart, I drop my heart, seriously. He's a fantastic playmaker, fantastic midfielder for Manchester City and the Belgian national team. 
is you can actually i think you have him in your your team yes i do i do have him. I me do. i do not have him uh, also, me i do not stinginess don't make me buy him. Uh, i do have him so also on our list is Jared Bowen the western player fantastic fantastic playmaker and all those kind of shit so another one on our list is um um Philippe Cotillo. He came in and on his debut on his um should we call it a debut again? Okay, on his Aston Villa debut yeah. and he delivered a masterclass. He scored a goal. That's what that's the dream of every player to score on your first game for your club. So he's he assisted. He assisted to yes. imagine. So now um the is advisable to put Philippe Cotillo, you know. You know, his backer days were depressing and it was not encouraging at all. So I think the goal and the assist will also give him a motivation. Especially so, when he's playing against yeah. the likes of Leeds United. Yes. So, so you can actually drive under um, Ger- Steven Gerrard. Gerard, yeah. So former playmates, stunned um, manager, um, could, uh, yeah, manager so player. player. Yeah. So now we have the last person we can advise you to put in your FPL team is Diogo Jota. Diogo Jota. Yeah, you can put the Diogo Portuguese Jota. superstar. So Jota is, is someone that you is always ex- delivering when you don't expect. He will yeah. deliver for you astoundingly because when he plays well, when he's on form, he delivers, he makes sure that okay, yes, yes. you enjoy me to the fullest. So now for the attackers, we have um Ronaldo, Oruro, Babaji. <laughs> so Ronaldo is someone that um is a big game player. Um most of the time when he's going to play against Burnley, you will know that okay, this is a small team that Oruro can score. He can, he can get an trick. He can get an trick. Nobody knows. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. So um also we advise you to get um Mikhail Antonio, Antonio. the Jamaican forward that um he has he has taken the PL by storm this season. <laughs> because I was always having Antonio in my FTL teams before this season and we always be giving me five points, four points, three points, four but now he's giving ten points, seven points, you understand? Must have been a triple cap him again. Imagine so <laughs> big, big, big game. game. Yeah. So and um, lastly, we advise you for Armando Breuer. Um, Armando Breuer, the Chelsea loanee. I yeah. think he has been, he has been, he has been spectacular, yeah, spectacular for yeah, Southampton, so. scoring but goals for week in week out for them. Whenever he's been played, he actually makes sure he contributes to the team. Yeah. So it's actually a, it's actually a good bargain if you actually sign him. Yeah. For your FPL team. So um, before we go, we'll give you the Premier League fixtures in case you are not with us. So on the fifth of February. We're having um Burnley at home against um Watford. Then um no games till on the eighth uh, of February. Well, we'll be having Newcastle United at home against Everton. Everton. West Ham United at home against Watford. Watford. Burnley at home against Manchester United. So what we'll be having on the on the ninth of February? Uh, Manchester City versus Brentford. Yeah. Then Tottenham versus Southampton. Norway City versus Crystal Palace, Aston Villa versus Leeds United, Liverpool versus Leicester City, that's the big game. And also we have Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Arsenal, Arsenal FC. So uh, how do you see that game week? How do you see what are the, what, what are the features you think will be technical for that game week? What what are the features? For me, I think um Tottenham um versus Southampton would be a bit technical because those are two log two stubborn teams. All these are loggerheads against each other. And um with Antonio Conto, the stubborn manager and the rough Arsenal too. The manager that always delivers masterclass when you don't expect to. So I think that would be a technical game. Which other game do you think? And that this guy with me son, if he's available, he's going to score. Score against the <laughs> so you see.